Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. Before we get started with today's episode, we wanted to let everyone know that there are major spoilers here from not only the television show, but from the Grisha trilogy and the Six of Crows duology. So be warned. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. This is episode 25, a quarter of the way to 100. Yeah. Special. It's special. And since it's special, we have a special guest. That's right. So Diego here, got Amy, got Damon, we got a special friend, Katie. Hello. Hello. I'm very excited to be here. All right. So wait, Katie gets to plug her stuff. (laughs) So plug away. Plug away. Thank you. I have a podcast called Disney Plus Roulette, where my husband and I roll a die and end up with a Disney movie at random on Disney plus and have to either suffer through that or enjoy it. And he also has a podcast. That's a real play D and D podcast called I will die with a little help from my friends. And I am a player on that, that that I never get invited to, even though I've asked like five times. I'm just, I'm to me, I'm just saying though. It, there will be spots eventually. Yeah. See, (laughs) I see how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm not, not the DM. Enough. Bring it up with him. That's true. That is true. <laughs> All right. So we're talking Shadow and Bone today. We are going to be talking Shadow and Bone today. And again, I I want to make sure, you know, I have to sigh when I say this, but I want to make sure that Amy gets to talk about everything else she watched first before we deep dive into this. So what have you watched, Amy, that you want to tell us all about? So I actually only watched one other thing, which was a series called... Beauty and the Baker, um, which was a Netflix series, which I just was kind of in the mood for something that wasn't going to take a lot of brain power to watch. I actually really enjoyed it. I mean, it was very like predictable. It's about this model. She's yeah, I think she's a model, and she owns like a fashion business, and then she winds up falling in love with this guy who works in his family's bakery, and you know the normal expected things ensue but it was really good and i'm i'm on board for a season two so that is the only thing that i watched i don't have a lot to discuss because i was reading the books in preparation for even, for this show so yeah even though you didn't finish them all like you should have but i that didn't being said, read the duology i um i wanted to watch the circle but I, i'm kind of saving it i that's was what i did i saved the it. first two episodes and i think and it's only four episodes right there's only four right is it as good as the other one it's was? funny man it's funny okay the one of the um i don't know if i, I don't know if i ruined it by telling you this yeah don't tell you, me anything you yeah, find out in the first 10 minutes one of the who one of the you'll recognize one of the contestants okay i'll say that gotcha. i'll say that all right so, is, so, so you only watched two episodes or you watched all of them i only watched the first two i didn't get to finish and then i tried so to did watch. it feel rushed can I just ask you a question about the circle again? Did it feel rushed because there were so many more episodes for the first season, uh, and now there's only four for this one? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, okay. I, I'm taking the circle for what it is. Just yeah, pure. they had to, there had to be okay. like they had to explain what the circle was the first time around. I feel like that that's took true. time. Oh, that's okay. true. That's true. That's All right, true. that's fair. So, so Katie, did you watch anything else on Netflix or no? Uh, the only other thing I've really watched, I'm way behind the times. I'm finally catching up on Peaky Blinders. And that's oh, been God. blowing my mind. And of course, great show. Helen McCrory passing this week was just heartbreaking. But uh, yeah. that, I don't know why it took me so long to get to that because I love a historical drama and that has been my world for the last month or so. Okay. okay. I love Peaky Blinders. That's a good one. That is definitely a good one. So, so this is a little different because we've had everyone kind of do something a little different for Shadow and Bone. So we've been talking about this for a while. And what Amy and myself, well, what I thought Amy was doing. But anyway, what Amy and myself did was is that we oh read the books. <laughs> um, Amy only got through the first three, so she doesn't know who the other... Actually, this actually, Amy, actually works well. How many books are there? So Five. there's seven. So oh, there's again, seven? Yeah, so it, it, let me step in, Diego, as obviously I know what I'm talking about. So there's seven. <laughs> there's... um. A trilogy and two duologies. So what we have here is we have a mix of the first series, the trilogy, with the duology, Six of Crows as well, mixed in together. So this is actually kind of nice because we have Diego and Katie who just watched this series. 
We have Amy, who just read the first trilogy, which is good because it's totally different show than the book. Mm -hmm. And then I've, you know, I know who these other players are here. So I don't even know how to approach this. Um, I don't know if it's like, I mean, we'll go episode by episode, but I almost feel like I don't know what to say at the start. I just, I didn't love it. I didn't love it, and I don't know if it's because I knew too much. And I only... I was talking about this with my wife. If I didn't love it and I knew what was going on... Did she read the books? She did. She read them faster than I did. She did not read... Okay, so I'll give you a little background. She reads so fast that it was frustrating to me. So she was always ahead of me. So I said, I'm not giving you Six of Crows yet until I finish because that's crazy. (laughs) Like, you're going to read it, and then I'm going to be like, wait, what? You're petty, man. Stop being petty. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely petty like that. So she has not read Six of Crows, but she did read the trilogy. Okay. Listen, I didn't didn't even know about the book series until we started talking about the Netflix show. So I Mm. obviously didn't read it like you said. And I... I didn't like it that much. It was slow for me. Like, very slow building for me. There's, there's and that's funny because having read the series, it was too fast for me. I felt like they... And again, this was... This is... I don't know. Maybe this is just my own thing because this was the same issue that I had when we watched um, the Kristen Hanna book that they made into the series that I can't think of right now. Um, but that the book went chronologically... And the show didn't. And so, so I yeah. I liked that. I liked when I read the book, I liked reading about Mal and Alina as kids and then kind of how they grew and what happened as they grew. Whereas here we jump in, like we kind of jump right into the action. And I'm like, wait, I who are these people? Why should I care about them? What is their relationship? And it kind of bothered me. You also jump in not knowing who Kaz and Nez and Jesper are at all. At all. Right. Which is totally different from the book. So, all right, let's try to take this by each sort of episode episode here. And, And Diego, actually, if you don't mind, why don't you start from the haven't read anything and kind of what you thought, and then we'll, we'll kind of, and, and Katie as well, and then we'll kind of step in and, and make some adjustments based on the books. I'm going to tell everyone right now, I'm going to talk about Six of Crows, um, not at, at a very high level. So hopefully I don't ruin anything there, but I'm definitely going to talk about the books, like from beginning to end. So mm-hmm. again, I apologize up front. I, sorry, Katie. Um, <laughs> right? Spoilers. Yeah, yeah okay. spoilers right. will be had. You know, at least where it's it's relevant. So, all right, we're we're in this first episode. Diego, kind of, it's, it's so, a searing <clears throat> burst of light. Yep. So episode one, searing burst of light. Unwilling to be separated from Mal, Alina hatches a plan to join him on a perilous expedition through the fold. Kaz chases a lead on a lucrative job. So, you know, kind of like what you guys said. We 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 meet the characters. Alina and Mal obviously are the two main characters. I don't like them. They're, I just don't like anything. Like, I just don't like their, maybe it's the acting. Maybe it's who they are. Maybe missing that backstory. Like you said, Amy was part of it, but like, I just like, I, I could care less about them. So in the beginning, you know, Alina's supposed to be this nondescript, really not good looking girl. Right? right. And Mal's supposed to be this total like chick magnet. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we we have this whole sort of feeling at the beginning of the book where, you know, Alina loves Mal and she doesn't know if Mal loves her. Right. And that is not the way it is portrayed in the beginning. It seems no. like they At both all. love each other in the in yes. this series right away. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. And then so we get Kaz. <laughs> I love Kaz and Inej and Jesper. Great characters. And what happens in Six of Crows is Six of Crows is set two years after the events of this trilogy, which is not obviously the case. And what I found is, is that they took these characters to replace some other characters, which we'll kind of talk about later on. But what else happens here? Right? Like we learn about the fold. Okay. But you still know nothing really about it. And... Amy, at this point in the series, we were already talking about West and Eads Ravka, right? Right. That is that is non-existent in the book. No. 
non-existent. At all. Right. Exactly. At all. Exactly. What yeah, else I mean, actually happened here, Diego? This was the only thing of substance I think in this this episode was that you learned that Alina has powers that she, uh, that she is what they call the Sun Summoner, and that she saves the day when they're in the fold and she like they're being attacked by all those monsters, and Ma got hurt. She got she was getting picked up by one of those little gremlin gargoyle Volcra, things. The Volcra. Yeah. The Volcra. And she lets out a beam of light. Right. And it's interesting because that scene, the battle on the skiff as they're going through the fold, was that scene was pretty much like I remembered it from the book. That was pretty much the only scene that was like I remembered it from the book. I would agree with that. The only thing is we don't have the map maker getting... You don't have that feeling of the, you know, the map maker that gets taken first before Mal. Like, it's a little bit right, different. Right, right. But yeah, it, it's still it, very yes. close. I just mean, like, with regards to how her powers become known, right? Yep. It's, you know, like this idea of Mal's taken by a Volcra, and then she goes to him, and then it goes to grab her. And, you know, again, for, like, the rest of the the, the books, you know, she has, like, this throbbing pain in her shoulder where she has this scar from where the Volcra grabbed her and it's this constant, you know, thing that she has. And again, even here, like they grab her and then there's this burst of, well, I guess that's how this no, no, episode no, no. ended, which was the burst Hold, of light, right? Hold on a second. When she gets the shoulder is not from the Volcra, it's those other things that the Darkling makes later in the series. Oh, you're right. You're right. I, I thought that was where she got grabbed. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, Katie, what were you going to say? Um, uh, basically just kind of the same thing he was saying like uh, who are these people I don't really know them I don't super care I did buy the book I okay. got really busy this week and I made it 26 pages in before it was the time book to record is really good <laughs> yeah I'm gonna the finish book it. is really good I definitely yeah. got the vibe I'm one of those people I don't really get mad about book versus movies if they can mm-hmm. kind of each hold their own and this is gonna make you mad though I don't disagree. I could see that. But also, I think it will be helpful for me that I saw the show first because it'll be easier to put a name to a face. Russian names yes. specifically, I struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. They just kind of have the same rhythm to them. Um, so, so I think yeah, it'll be I mean, helpful to identify the characters and keep everything straight when I do read the book. And I think the Darkling is cast absolutely perfectly. Yeah, perfectly. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Perfectly. The rest of the characters, I mean, I I don't think any of them, like, Inej is really good, but again, that that would be Kaz's little iffy to me. And Jasper. Jasper. I like like Jasper. Jasper Jasper is awesome. He's probably my favorite character in the whole show. He he is absolutely great. And like I said, Six of Crows is is really good heist story. So, Mm. again, the the only thing I didn't love about this, too, and, and this happens a lot in the the series is that so we're introduced right here to um what, what's her name is it toya what, what the heck is that the grisha's name the one that she got oh zoya wow no, yeah zoya zoya so so here's the thing you guys see this whole you know they're they're in there they're kind of fighting right and 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 botkin who's awesome right is in the books you really figure out too much about him but anyway you see zoya go at her because alina hits her Right. That's not how it happens. Like Zoya is definitely more of like she's mad because Alina's the sun summoner and she's petty. And what happens is, is that there's this pettiness already from the beginning. And then it kind of spews over in in that aspect of, you know, that little battle there. And, And that's not the same way because the way that she that she turns out at the end, you're like, oh wow, there's this whole big setup, and, and you're you're not given that here because the way she's introduced, at least that's kind of how I felt about it. And you guys have no, no idea who Pekka Rollins is. Like, I felt like even I was a little confused on the whole Kaz and Nez and Jesper situation. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing, not having read the books again. And again, there, there's this, there's no sense of, and and I don't know where where Six of Crows starts right i don't know you know it starts where that two years after everything ends now, i mean like island. with regards to their story like you know i don't know what the introductions are but i feel like 
they're they're showing us everything that's happening with Alina and Mal, and they're already right in the middle of it. And boom, then all of a sudden we're looking at these other people in another place, and who are they? And they keep talking about like this Pekka Rollins, and they're, they're and I'm like, wait, what? Who? What is happening? It just it was very confusing, and I didn't feel like it was a a smooth back and forth of the two stories. Like if you're gonna have two stories that are eventually gonna have to come together, I feel like that needs to be a little bit of a smoother back and forth, at least like a a slower introduction into who the other people are. But it felt like they wanted them all to be main characters. And because they wanted them all, they all to be the main, main sto- character. Right. And that's yeah. the problem. That's the yeah. problem when you're combining but two different stories. It almost you gotta felt pick at some who the point, be- I mean, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, it almost feels like, you know, in Game of Thrones, where there's just so many stories and so many characters. But that's, that's why I felt like at one point. But, but what like, they did in Game of Thrones, again, like I read the books way before there was even discussion yeah, of the series, right? And what they did in Game of Thrones, they just eliminated certain things that were very interesting and, and definitely could play as part of the story, but weren't always 100% necessary and could be explained a different way. And that's not how I felt here. There's there's this whole setup. The reason the books are so good is you love the characters because all this book is is the chosen one, right? It's the generic chosen one story. That's all it right. is here. But the characters and the world building are phenomenal, right? The world building is unreal. And they Absolutely. even take that away with this whole East Ravka, West Ravka. That's not how the books go. Well, let's get to number two. <laughs> <laughs> so number two is we're all someone's monster. Alina's actions against the Volcar bring her to the attention of General Kirigan. Kaz runs into trouble while looking for safe passage across the fold. Uh, again, th- to me, the adventures of Kaz, Jasper, and what was the girl's name? Inej. Inej. Yeah. Those were like the best parts for me. And I don't know if it's like what you said, like the whole heist thing. It's a heist. Then, yeah. Th- like I enjoyed them and they, their dynamic together. I felt like they had more connection at times than Mal and Alina did at times. I agree. Like, I I I just enjoyed them. Every time Alina was on the screen or or Mal, I was like, eh, whatever. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't grab on to whatever they were trying to do. Like I could care less. I was and more entertained see, now by maybe Kaz. because maybe because I read the one and didn't read the other, I stopped paying attention when the other three were on the screen. And I was more invested in the Alina and Mal storyline. Um, and, and again, maybe it's because I kept wanting to see what I had read. And so that's where I was paying the most attention. And I had no connection to the other ones. And again, I think part of it too is like I just said, they just kind of felt tossed in there. And I didn't, I didn't feel like their storyline made a ton of sense for a while. Like, I'm watching and I'm like, wait, now who are they going after? Who is this? Who owes it? Inej belongs to who? What is this? What's this? What's the menagerie? What? Like, they just kept throwing these words in there <laughs> and referring to things as if we should know what they were talking about. And I didn't know what they were talking about. And that was a problem for me because it, it made me have a hard time buying in to that storyline. And I will say that the casting of General Kerrigan, you're right. He's a badass dude. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Well. So, yep, so that's Ben Bam. So, so here's the interesting thing. The whole point of the, right, he's, there, there, he's not called General anything. He's called the Darkling. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There, there is no General anything. And, and this is <laughs> going to come up later, but his name as being Alexander Oh. is a big point in the book. No I one says I wrote that it. down in my notes. Yep, I wrote and it down it's in my like notes. Everyone here says it like it's no big deal. But yes, he is not a general. He is the Darkling, and that's it. They yeah, totally got- like wussified him to no end. I was yes. going to say, I didn't love him. I did not find him overly... And no- normally I like Ben Barnes, but I, I wasn't super into him as a villain. I thought he was pretty dull, honestly. I think that, that, you know, Barnes has this whole, like, look that just makes him, I don't know, he just looked like what I expected the Darkling to look like. I think that was it. He did, but at the same time, in the book, there's more of a build-up to him and who he is, and that he's not, 
I don't He's know. He's a badass in the book. Right. He felt darker in the book. He felt like a a more evil character in the book, even when he even when we didn't know that he was evil. You know what I mean? Like well, there was always this feeling about him, like, ooh, I think he's dangerous. Like Alina, you need to be careful with this guy. Yeah. And in this one, I just felt like he was just some guy. And again, I think a large part of it because they're calling him general, right? General Kirigan. And I was like, who they, the heck? They gave what? him a little too much backstory. It's so hard to not talk about things a little before we get to them, but the thing is, this whole thing about his wife dying yeah, what is makes that? him seem like, and that's not in the books at all. No. Um, it makes him Terrible. seem like he's <laughs> not the worst. Right. And this whole East Ravka, West Ravka, where like East Ravka's trying to kill him anyway, that's not in the books. And it makes right. him almost seem like he's like just protecting himself. And that is not how it goes in the book. Right. I agree with you 100%. That seems so, like a weird a- thing to add in because the world building is already really impressive. It's got a it cool is. aesthetic. Like it doesn't seem like you need to add in extra war and conflict. Right. Yeah. Right. It almost felt like it was some sort of um, PC thing. Because here's the other thing. They never refer to Alina as ugly. Like she is referred to as, as, as ugly ish in the book right like right they call her plain i think they say that she's very plain and like nothing and and but they also make a big deal of talking about how jenya is so beautiful in the how, book. how disappointed were you in her i, I hate to pick oh, on this actress because i think she's beautiful but but the way that they spoke of her in the book was like i almost expected stunning. like light to be shining off of her face like so, so here here's an interesting thing do you guys realize that she is somebody that her job is... She, the reason that she's the queen doesn't like her is because she's so beautiful. It's the, be- the most beautiful lady in the world because she has this ability to make herself kind of look however she wants. I mean, does that even come across in this? I didn't get that. No. <laughs> yeah. I liked the actress, but I did. I was not aware of that part of the character, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and again, that's, I think that's the danger of, of reading the books because there's just so much that you're expecting, well, right? And because there's so many twists that in theory could come about if this continues on that are just not going to be as poignant because of mm-hmm. how they started the series. All right. So what else right. even happens here? I feel like nothing's happening. This is Nothing when they go to the ha- Little Palace. He takes her to the Little Palace for a second, yes. you know, to check it out. The first three episodes were a lot of nothing for me, to be honest. A lot of trying to explain things that they didn't even really do a, a good job as explaining. Have we met, um, what's her name, the the mom yet at this point? No, I think that's episode three. Okay. Well, episode three is the making at the heart of the world. Ensconced in the lap of luxury among the Grisha, Alina begins her training. The crows, Kaz, Inej, and Jesper prepare for their risky journey. Yeah, they're part of a gang called the Dregs, actually. But okay, we're going to roll with that for now. (laughs) (laughs) So my notes on this one was I said, this is where she's now like at the Little Palace doing things. And like, the Little Palace didn't seem like the book, though. Right. They give her a bath, but they don't wash her face. Like, I was like, what? You give her a bath, but you're not washing her face. And the, the king and the queen were exactly like I expected they would be. Um, except for I expected the queen to look younger. Yes, Because me too. again, mm-hmm. in the book, that's a big thing is that Jenya spends all this time making the queen look so young and so beautiful. And yet this queen looked like she was about the same age as the king. The other thing uh, with Jenya, since we were talking about her before, is there's also a big deal, and they mention it briefly here in this episode, I believe, that, you know, the Jenya is keeping the queen looking young and beautiful so that the queen remains interesting to the king, but the king keeps bringing Jenya to him at night, and mm-hmm. she's not happy with that. And again, she mentions it in passing here. I feel like it was a bigger deal in the book. Um, well, because it turns into a very big plot point. It Exactly, exactly. And then, like I said, it, my other note for episode three was, honestly, there are too many characters in the other storyline. I'm not digging it. So... <laughs> so- <laughs> So, so Nina is a Grisha on Ketterick or, or wherever that is, right, where this is taking place. And the, the story of Matthias is so flip-flopped. 
Um, I just didn't know the point of that story at all. Me like, either. It had nothing. Even at the end. Was that from Shadow and Bone? There was nothing to it. Was that from Shadow and Bone? No. Did I totally miss that? Okay. No, nope, it was all Six right. of Crows. Okay. Because all yeah. of a sudden, and then she's working for the Darkling? Like, she's someone that the Darkling is... <laughs> the Darkling's dead at that her? point. Sorry, everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? So, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's. Pretty, it was it's a waste bad. of time for that that storyline. I, to me, it, it, oh, I it dug it at the end. Forward. No, yeah, it didn't move anything. It had no bearing on anything. It was just like its own little, whatever is going on. Look, I, I I'm gonna, I'm romance. just, I'm going out, I'm going out here on on a on a wing here. So everyone, just pay attention. It's gonna be spo- super spoilerville at this point. Look. At the end, what we're talking about is Matthias is already in jail from Jump, right? Nina is, Kaz goes to Nina to get Matthias out of jail because they need him to go to the ice court to help them with a heist, right? That's that story. Now, we've already heard about this whole thing about the ice court. Why, though? It has nothing to do with Shadow and Bone. Like, I, I don't get that. <clears throat> they're going on a heist. There's this new drug. I'm just going to explain it all now. now. Now we're all out there. There's a drug, and it's making the Grisha very powerful. Way too powerful. They can like change people's minds and do crazy stuff, right? And they're going to stop this dude that makes it. And that's their heist. And it's 40 million Krugas or Krugs or whatever it is. It's not a million. That's their whole thing. And what is that doing here? <laughs> like that's not, right. What is it doing here? Yeah, I just found their whole story lying just a waste of time. What do you think about the apparat? Uh, he was not what I expected. Um, I I have an actor in my mind that I really was picturing when I read the book, and I can't think of who it is. But I expected him to be a larger, bald, like <laughs> guy with big lips that would like nom, 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 make those kind of noises when he talked. I I don't know. I just. I just imagined him to be this super creepy, gross guy. And the guy that, I mean, this character was not like, you know, not not super creepy. But I also felt like he played a bigger role in the books than he did here. I felt like he was everywhere in the books. And in this one, and again, I can't remember if it was in the first book, the second book, the third book. But I, I didn't feel like he had as much pull in this book as he did in the, or in this, in the series as he did in the books. Is this a librarian guy? <laughs> the librarian guy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was his story? What was going on he, with that? That was out of he's nowhere. He's the spiritual the advisor to the king. He's, he's the head of the church, pretty much. Right. He's yeah. so creepy. Right. Well, that's good, though. He should be. That's the whole point. Yeah. Okay. He's he described is. as, like, popping up when you don't want him to and smelling of must. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how he's described, so. Yeah, my husband yeah. and I turned to each other at one point and we're like, what is with this dude? <laughs> Yeah, and he's got a huge role in the books. Like, hmm. he winds yeah. up becoming super powerful. Um, and, and I don't know. I, I The thing I, is, no one's going to listen to this because I, it's so spoiler-ridden, but you can't stop yourself if you've read the books. That's the problem. Right. Like, right. So, so people that have read the books, please listen, right? <laughs> if you <laughs> haven't read the books and you plan on reading the books... Man, I feel like this is a totally different story, though. So you're going to get, like, yeah. talking about the books is almost irrelevant at this point. If I, I can still read the books, so can you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> All right. So let's jump into episode four. Uh, episode hey, why don't you four, pronounce that for us? It's called Akazatsia. That's how I'm going to say it is. Okay. And as <laughs> Kerrigan takes, what, do you know how to say it? No, no. I said we'll take that because I don't right. know how to say it either. <laughs> as Kerrigan takes Alina into his confidence. Mal volunteers for a dangerous tracking mission, and the crows plot a heist to get into the little palace. So this This... was my least favorite episode because I felt like it was the furthest from the book in terms of everything that happened. So we already mentioned one of those things, which you mentioned, Damon, which was this is the scene where he gives her his name. And I... 
any movie or book or anything you read, all they talk about are that names have power, right? And he is the Darkling, and this who who he really is is yeah, seriously. Like, and and who he really is is such a secret. And in the thing, it was given in this super close moment between Alina and he, where like he's like she asks him for his name, and he's like, I'm not going to tell you that. And then later they're having like this moment, and he's like, You asked for my name, or ask me again, or whatever. And then she says it and he tells her and it's like oh my god i don't know at this point she doesn't think mal likes her and we're already like way past that in this and that's the other thing and that's the other thing that i hated about this episode because she's so fickle in this year in the in the show right like dude he's a soldier maybe realize you might not get a letter like right away right right? and then she's just like ew i didn't get a letter i'm erasing my scar like i I didn't. No loyalty. That's, no, but that's so not who she was in the book. Like she, she loves Mal. him, right? And the fact that she was so fickle and so quick to just be like, "Hey there, well, Darkling." And, and not only you that, know. but what we have in the book is that you have Mal, like, like girls looking at him, girls loving him, him hooking up with girls, all of this. So you know, Alina's like, "Oh, Mal doesn't like me because he's hooking up with all these girls," right? So we're not getting any of that. But we have to... There's a few people we have to talk about here, though. So Bagra, we, we didn't really talk about right. you know, as his mom. And, and again, this it's not... The way it's portrayed is like we're just given this stuff that we worked so hard for in the book, which <laughs> was, you know, this whole thing about this tracking mission was set up totally different, right? This whole, you know... Bagra and what she was kind of about like we don't even know I think at this point that the Darkling is the what's it called the dude that made the fold right but we already know here right yeah the black black heretic heretic, and we didn't even know that in the book until way later right Hmm. yeah it's weird and like even that because in the book Alina and the Darkling are on that mission with Mal to find the stag. And there's this huge deal made of, like, that Alina's got to be the one to kill the stag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's all of those kind of things going on. And here, <laughs> and, it's like something separate. And I like, is this is this where, is this where Mal comes back and tells the Darkling that, like, he's not going to show him yeah. where no. it is? Yeah. Not yet. Oh, no? Okay. No. No, it has to be. Oh, no, no, no. He, no, he's that's on the, the mission next episode, right now. That's next right. So at this point, he just got beat by the machine guns. And yes. you guys realize that, like, in the in this whole series, the machine guns are supposed to be this thing that that's why the Grisha are scared of the Shu and the Fjordians or whatever their pronunciation is because they have these repeating guns. Right, right. Who's the character also, who- you you just said the shoe. I feel like there's not as much of a deal made out of the fact that Alina is part shoe in the books. I or don't maybe think she I is. just didn't. Is she? Yeah, I think I feel they like I remember this, them the saying it once in the books. But like everybody she meets hates her because of that. I don't think so because the series. Listen, if she was if she was mentioned as part shoe in the books, it would have changed the way that everybody interacted with her. I, they would have made a bigger deal about it because they're making a big deal about it here. I don't think she was in the books. I could be wrong on that, though. Okay. No. All right. I could be. It's possible. <laughs> Unlikely, Mark this possible. moment down, my friends. 32 minutes and 50 <laughs> seconds into episode 25. Damon admits he might be Milestone wrong. Milestone episode. Milestone might, episode. Might be. I told you guys. I'm might so happy be. I could be here to witness this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the other thing is too in the in the books you have Ivan and and there's Sergey right as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like they're big deal like and they're not big deal here either. What what character no. are you missing the most right here though? I miss uh, the Tola Tolia and Tolmar. Yep. So the brother and sister that yeah, yeah. are Fjordian Grisha, right? Mm-hmm. Are they Shu or Fjordian? Fjordian, right? Yeah. I think they are. Yeah. And who else are we missing? The pirate. Oh, yes! Where was he? Why wasn't he in this? He was my favorite character in the whole series. My wife said the same thing. Where was he? Oh my god, you guys. There's a prince (laughs) that's a pirate 
And he's the king and queen's other son. They have two sons. Yeah. And this is their other son. So they'd rather son. just do that pointless story than to include a prince I pirate. I think Kaz is taking over that role. I think so too. And which then is for the super role, disappointing. And then Inej and Desper are taking over. Or no, excuse me. Nina's taking over the role as the two, the brother and sister. Or maybe it's Inej and Jesper. I don't even know yet. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> they're plotting this heist to get into the little palace. So I did love the whole. Is, oh, wait. Are we talking about. Um, Inej yeah, they're trying as to get the, the blueprints. Oh, they're getting the blueprints. Yeah, which I liked. I liked that part. That was yes, that was good. That was for dope. Me. That was dope. Yeah. So we want to go into episode five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Episode five. Show me who you are. Alina's blood. Oh, Alina's bond with Kerrigan grows as royal guests gather for a, her unveiling. Mal carries news about the stag. Kaz's scheme hinges on a hidden door. Right. So here's the hidden where, door was uh, kind of cool. Alina kisses yes. uh, Kerrigan. Yeah, this is where she's like, whatever, Mal. I, I will <laughs> say, I did like the fact that we got to see Mal when he wasn't with Alina. And we got to see him like thinking about her. I didn't like it because it took away some of the guesswork. But I did like it because in the book, I never really felt confident in how Mal felt, Mal felt about Alina. In here, I was like, oh, he's thinking about her too, you know? Which made it that much more frustrating when she was all like, you know, whatever. I haven't heard from him in 30 seconds. I think I'm over him now. And that it that really bothered me. I, it Just in terms of character development and who Alina is, even in the series, even in the show, I felt like that's not who she is. And that she was just so easily swept up in the becoming a, a Grisha with the rest of them and being in the little palace and being with him. And I, I was very disappointed with that, but, um, which is why in, in the show, I, I loved Mel. I thought Mel was well cast. I thought he was well acted and I really liked his character. And maybe it's because he was more developed than he was in the book. That is like one piece of the series that I did like better the book than I, because I felt like the character of Mal was much more well-developed. I thought he was a little bit of a chump as a kid and he definitely was not a chump in the book as a kid. No, you're right. That's true. That's true. Kid Mal, maybe not as much, but adult Mal, I was on board with. I was on board. It's also this episode where they introduced David and Jenya and David in the books, I just loved their story. Um, so, so I was grateful when David finally showed up. I was like, oh, David's here. But I didn't remember him. I guess I felt like I remembered him kind of not totally being a darkling lackey as much as he seems to be in He's the series. He's all about the science. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was He's locked the one up that gave his... her the gloves, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was, and that was the the gloves were for splitting light. In mm-hmm. the book, they're for blinding people in a fight. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're mirrors yeah. on them, and they can. She uses them to blind people when she's hand to hand combating. And this is um, also the episode where you find out that Kerrigan is the the Darkling, and he created mm-hmm. the fold on purpose or whatever. Yeah. Right. So you get that. Wait, did, did we well. miss the train part? Was that last episode, where they go through the fold on the train, or is that later? No, the heist. That was the heist. I think episode five is where they do go through the fold. Okay. And the little iron ironclad car or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of cool. That was sweet. I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that is really neat. I did like that. That character introduction is kind of getting them through the fold that's something that was enjoyable i felt like and totally like a total jesper thing to not have the coal right like i mean that's just right. a, totally <laughs> a, a thing and i love that the goat i thought the goat was going to be for eating like for the volcra to eat didn't you me too yeah i totally <laughs> thought that and then they're like no it's just to keep you calm i'm like that's kind of funny that's All right. the best <laughs> So we got episode six, The Heart is an Arrow. Furious over the Sun Summoner, Kerrigan hunts for information. Alina receives a helping hand when she needs it most. Nina warms to a Grisha hunter. Again, that Nina storyline in this, I, I didn't care for. Again. It's so flip-floppy because, again, the, you know, Matthias is mad. He's in jail. They go to break him out. And Nina's like, look, this dude hates me. He's mad. He's not going to help us at all. But you don't know 
why or what happened or how they ever met before. You know nothing. That's all you know in the beginning. And this is like the flip-flop. You get to see them like kind of like making out and hanging out. And like I felt like that scene with the furs is like, dude, what is this adding to this story? Like, come on. Yeah. And even with that, like the connection that they made, because they did, I mean, they did mention, they had the Darkling literally say, you need to go find Nina. And like, that's the connection. And I'm like, wait, And there is no connection in the book. Okay. Yeah. Well, think about it. It's two years after the end of the series. Right. And and doesn't the Darkling have like a ton of different heart renders at his fingertips that he could choose from? Like, why do you need Nina? I don't know. It just... He has like, I, yeah, the, the army, the, the, the second army is, is huge. Huge. There's so many more characters that we, that Grisha, that we find out about, right, that he's using and, you know, or, yeah. I don't also, know. Which, uh, at the end of episode five, I think we left this out, is that Alina leaves, like she's able to escape, I think. With the, the help of um, Bakra, right? She's like, yo, bounce, just, just run away. <laughs> right. So then we get the whole, the conductor gets captured. We see that finally Mal is reunited with Alina. He like randomly finds her in the in the woods. Yeah, but he of did course. say Wait. he was tracking her. I guess. Yeah, it's not random. He's a tracker. It's what he does. Yeah, it's just it's very good at his job. I guess. He is. Uh, you find out why. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Was you he guided by why. his love? Oh no. no, no. I mean, who knows? Maybe in the show he is going to be. That's going to be his secret. But who knows? But again, not much happened for me in episode six. There's not a that the whole thing. There's not a lot happening, really. I feel like, right? I did. I mean, we could go right into episode seven. Episode seven, I did enjoy a little bit more. Mm-hmm. This one, this one is the unsee, and the fate of the stag leaves Alina in an impossible position with Kerrigan, whose connection to the fold and the power behind it falls into place. So here I, we do see like the backstory of him, his wife getting killed, which, which makes him just too. It makes him not as evil. In, in the book, he mentions like no one's ever gonna be like us. Like I've lived through you thinking you're gonna love somebody that's human, but it, it's yeah. This one is like oh, I kind of feel bad for this dude. Right, you're almost like ah, oh, well, you know, they killed his wife. Yeah, I get why he made the fold. I get it. Right, so. You see that, you see Alina and Mal get captured, and then they, you know, Mal was injured, but Darklin promised to heal him, but they took him prisoners anyway. Well, and he he fights the Darkling, right? And hasn't Kaz already fought the Darkling at this point, too? He, like, dropped, like, a smoke flashbang and, like, ran away. Yeah, which... I mean, that just felt a little... The Darkling's killing them all immediately if he wanted to. Like, in the book, he's smashing people. Like, the only one that can hold up to him is Alina at this point. Right. And then Cass is like, but wait, I have a magic trick. That that was was a little cheesy to me. Magic works. Magic works. Magic works. Wait, wait, so, so the fate of the stag, right? So... Dude, that thing looks like the most uncomfortable. That is not how it's no. described in the no. book. No, they don't in, have it like ugh, it's a attached to her collarbone and yeah, it's, ah. it's, it's a bone collar. Like right. it's not yeah, they embedded into, into her, her collarbone. Yeah, that looked painful, man. It did yeah. look painful, and the only reason I can think of is because then visually, in episode eight, not to jump ahead, but when she takes full control of her powers. I don't remember exactly what she does. And then it becomes part of her. Like, she absorbs the whole thing into her body. Like, that's the only reason I can think that they made it that way. Because it was gross. And it, yeah. It, yeah. it was supposed to just be a collar. Because that's kind of how I imagined all of it from the way I described it. The collar and then later on a bracelet. You, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. No, thank you. That, no. Mm-mm. You turn right. your head too far to the side, like you shrug and like <laughs> poke a hole in your cheek with that thing. It's, that was a no thank you How for do you me. sleep? <laughs> right. How do you sleep? How do you do anything? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. And then the, you also have the team. And I, I wrote here the whole team. You know, all, the, all the big characters went into the fold on the skiff. 
Right. Yeah, and and again, it's this whole. It's this whole sort of thing, right? At the end, are we already given the fact that they're that he throws the fold a little bit further? Is 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 that in this this that's in this episode, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, right? yeah, I think it is. The Darkling. I think it's... Yeah, when they get to East Ravka, he overtakes that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, no. I think that's episode eight where he tries to take over and he expands the fold. Right, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's the episode finale. eight. Okay, so yeah, right now they're 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 just on the. They just got on the boat. Or the skiff, and the Volker kind of attacking them, sort of. Right. And that's when she knocks that thing. Like, what's that coin in his hand embedded in the back of his hand? It looks like, like a bone as well. Like she got so caught the, the the antlers in her collarbone. It looks like he yeah. got like a bone in his thing to control yeah. or something. I think he put something in himself so that they had a connection. Yes. Oh, speaking of connection, let me say this. Here's something else that I kind of missed that I actually really liked in the in the books that they didn't do here, which again I think would have made such a stronger I don't know, visual thing. So even when she's not with the Darkling she keeps feeling like this pull to him, and it's really a pull of the powers. But they have this connection where, like, he can, she can go kind of almost like astral project to where the Darkling is at any given time. And, like, they can have a conversation, and he can show up. So she leaves him, and then she reunites with Mal, and they're sitting together, like, on a bed or something, and, like, he, like, leans in to kiss her or something, and then over his shoulder, she sees the Darkling standing there. And, like, he just, like, it's just this constant pull and connection that they have. Um, and so I thought maybe, like, when they when they had the thing on his hand, I was like, oh, maybe that's going to be, like, the thing that connects the two of them. But then nothing like that ever happened. Like, when they weren't together, they just weren't together, and he was just trying to get to her. And it mm. felt... It didn't feel the way that it felt in the book. Like in the book, Alina struggles with it. Like it she takes she's going her crazy. A lo- right. She thinks she's going crazy, but she also really does have this connection to her. And again, it's because she wasn't so quickly won over to him. Like again, in the show, she forgets Mal and she's with the Darkling in a heartbeat. In the book, she really struggles against being with the Darkling. And then, you know, that she just finds herself more and more drawn to him. And then even when she escapes with the help of his mother, she's still drawn to him. And and that partially also makes him a more evil character because he won't let her go. Um, and I I really, I really miss that in, in the book. It was one of, or in the series, it's one of the things that made me kind of, just stay super engaged because I felt like that when I finished the first book, my first thought was that there might still be a chance for the Darkling to be redeemed. And do I kind of maybe want her to wind up with a Darkling? I kind of did a little bit. Like, I, I just wanted, and there was none of that. There was none of that in, in the show. Hmm. Yeah, not at all. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> so episode eight, no mourners. In the depths of the fold, Kerrigan de- demonstrates the scope of Alina's powers, while the crow's cross paths was a stowaway amid a do-or-die undertaking. So this is the episode where they make it across the fold, and Kerrigan, the Darkling, like, unleashes the fold, pretty much, and expands it to try to, like, get into more cities or cover more cities and show his powers and pretty much like, hey, you all, you answer to me now. Uh, it, was, it was a nice show of power. It was dope. And then, you know, you have the whole fight on the skiff. Go ahead, Damon. I heard the sigh. Yeah, it's so it's so bad because, right, it's what turns, they, they, they it's what turns, it's going to, it's going to be what turns uh, Zoya over to Alina's side, which is not how that all works in, in the book, but, yeah, I, I mean, I like the whole thing because it's, you know, the, the story is that he wants to take over. It almost feels like in the series he wants to take that over because they were against him and they want to be a separate nation. 
where he wants to take over the world and have there be no more war. His big thing to the Grisha is, hey, if I show them I have the power of the fold, there will be no war with the Shu or the Fjordians or anybody else. There will just be, hey, peaceful. That's his, the way that he kind of tells the Grisha, like, stick by me. We're going to have a world where there is no fighting. And that's not how it plays out here. Right. Yeah, it, 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 again, it just felt, it, I don't know. I don't feel like he's so bad because East Ravka wants to bounce anyway, and he's just like, nah, like, look, you can't do that, right? Like, it feels like he has a reason for it besides ultimate power, and that's not the, the case otherwise. I have to say, I, I like the look of everything, though. My wife didn't care for the fold so much. She said, why is there lightning in the fold? I said, well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but... I thought it was kind of dope, right? Like, I, I thought that everything looked well done. What'd you say, Katie? It's spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Lightning spooky. I agree. It wasn't as dark <laughs> as I thought it would be. Like, I imagined it to be pitch black. But you could see. You could see each other. You could see. I mean, if it was pitch black, we wouldn't be seeing anything on the TV, though. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We need to be I able to see that. a little bit, Amy. Come on. I know. I know. But, like, they didn't. Okay, so they could show us and they could still be pretending like it's pitch black. I don't know, like they could totally see the Volker coming. Whereas in the books, it's just kind of like all of a sudden she was picked up from, you know. And there's more giant- Volkra in the fold than there are in, the. I think, in the, in the series. I don't know if that's just a, a CGI money thing or just how they wanted it shown. Yeah, although I it will sounded say. sounded like there were a lot. Okay. Yeah, it did sound like there were a lot. And I will say I liked the the visual representation of the Volcra because that was the big thing is that they were people um, yep. that, you know, the Darkling turned into these things. And I liked the way that, like, they, I mean, they didn't look like humans, but the heads had a, I could see where they once were humans, where as I read the book, I just kept kind of imagining them like dragons. Um, so I liked seeing the almost faces on them. Um, and and this is, this is the part that I didn't necessarily understand. So, so they, you know, we have Kaz and Edge and Jesper meeting up with Mal and I don't know, what are they trying to do in the ice court here? Like what was their whole thing? They're going to take a, what are they doing? You you hear the ice court mentioned, but why? I kind of didn't even remember what happened. Like what is their plan from here? Honestly, I don't even know why they're going to get Alina. I I don't I it was I guess maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I don't even understand why they're af- why they were trying to like kidnap who, Alina in the first place. So Who cuz somebody wanted Alina. Who was that? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember. I I was pretty lost as to their motivations for most of the show, but I enjoyed the characters so much that I kind of didn't care. But I never really knew <laughs> what the they boat. were doing. They were doing yeah. it for like a million Krugers or whatever. Yeah, it's it's, it's like thirty or forty million in the books, but yeah, I, I loved the look of everything. I thought, like I said, I was a huge you know Barnes fan for the character. I loved him. Um, I didn't really love Kaz's character. Nej, perfect. Jesper, perfect. Uh, Alina, no. Mal, no. But everything looked great. I didn't necessarily picture the little palace as Versailles, which is kind of what it felt like. I pictured mm-hmm. it a little differently. But I think everything was well done from that standpoint. Every The look of everything was super well done. And I, I liked all that. I just... I can't say that I really enjoyed this this much. I, I just I found it boring to be honest. I just wasn't hooked, and maybe maybe the the idea of being rushed because you know we had to watch it and then record the, the podcast. Maybe I don't think so. But I just I just we've done that before. Yeah, and I felt like I enjoyed. Katie it. was there for that one too. Yeah, oh, were the warrior nuns. Warrior I was yes. Warrior Nun. Yep. I think Warrior Nun actually helped me with this because I liked this so much better than Warrior Nun that it felt so much less painful. How dare you? <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I, I Everything mean, felt very like on the surface. The whole time I was watching the show, I was like, this is probably better in the book. This this is there's probably more happening here in the book. 
And also, it drove me crazy that people kept doing a lot of stupid stuff to move the plot forward. Like, leaving Mm -hmm. their weapons behind so that their weapons could get discovered, and then they'd get tracked down. And when the Dementor things, what are they called again? The Volcra. 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 When the Volcra were attacking the ship, not one person ran to the covered portion of the ship or below right? deck. Or Everybody below just deck. stands there. Like, what is happening? Right. That kind of stuff was driving me insane. There were so many things that were so cool and then so many things that just immediately took me out of it. Hmm. I would agree. I would yeah. agree with that. It did look good, though. It was. Oh, it, it looked was. awesome when it they were getting ripped beautiful. away to their deaths, but... <laughs> yeah i i liked it i i'm i mean i i didn't like it as much as i liked the books um i liked it i definitely want to see what comes next i don't know how much i would have liked it if i wasn't already so invested in the alina and mal storyline from reading the book though and i don't really feel like I need to pick up Six of Crows. Like, this almost ruined Six of Crows for me because I felt like the characters were Six so mishandled. Dope, though. Did you like Six of Crows better than Shadow and Bone? To start, no, but I'm going to say probably. Because I'll be honest, I don't love like a heist storyline. And is that like what the whole duology is? Because I don't love that. <laughs> the first well, book, well. yeah. I mean, it's you know why it's 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 if if you're gonna watch seri- the the second series if this gets picked up at Netflix, you should read it. It okay. they're easy reads. I mean, it's not like they're hard reads. Like I said, her you know Lee whatever her name is is her big yeah her her big thing is making characters that are enjoyable and world building. It's not a complex story at the end of the day. Um, I like the magic, right? I, I, I liked all that, but it's not really, you know, again, it's the chosen one story. It's nothing out of the ordinary. And even the ending of the book series is is not something you wouldn't expect. I mean, you could call, call it right now. Diego, you right. could call the end of this book right now after just watching the series, right? Like, it's what you expect happens, right? Like Probably. So, <laughs> so there's, again, there, there's not much in terms of the story, but the characters are very enjoyable. I would say I enjoyed the characters in Six of Crows even more because Kaz is not the Kaz that we're seeing now. Totally different. Like, here's something that just drives me insane. And they do this a lot. And and this is why I almost feel like they're like, you better have read the books before you even try to watch this. Look, between David and um, his girlfriend, right? Jenya. Jenya. Like, they give each other looks, Right, right. Well, in in the book, it's this whole build up, right, where you're like, and then they eventually get together over some craziness, pretty much at the end of the mm-hmm. day, and you know he's this 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 pretty much this fabricator nerd, right? right. Like, and all he does right. is sit around, and he doesn't even pay attention to her because he's all about fabricating. And then you have in the series, they give these each other these weird sly looks, and you're like, wait, what? Like, here's the thing with Kaz. You you guys see how many times they cut to his hands and the fact that there's gloves on them? Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. Uh, but we know nothing because you haven't read the books or you know that. And I feel like that's where this really failed is that they're making these cut scenes, but they mean nothing to you if you haven't read the books. They mean absolutely nothing. And that's, and that's why you have to have. Things the chronology and give us the backstories first so that we care and so that we can pick up on that stuff. Because if you're going to do things like cut to the gloves and then there's never a payoff, right? If you're not going to tell us up front what it is, then you got to tell us on the back end. Even if there's a payoff, it's almost like it's too far away to be relevant and you're missing something. Because in, in the Six of Crows book, when it starts, you hear about the fact that his hands are messed up so many times but you don't hear why and that's okay mm-hmm. right because at least you know something's going on there but to see a cut scene of somebody's gloves i mean you know they zoom in when he's shaking somebody's hand or they zoom in when he does this on his gloves and you're like okay 
but you don't realize it means anything. The same thing with, you know, David giving her that look, which, again, David would never do because that's no, just not never. his character. Right? But he's giving her this look and you're just like, why? Hmm. Right, right. There's just a lot of that and that's where I think this fails. I, it looks great. I liked watching it just because I you knew liked... It. Yes. Yep. But Harry Potter was, was far superior... I, I wonder sometimes if what they're saying is, hey, for the people that read the book, you don't want to see it repeated, so we're going to make something different. Well, gosh darn it, Harry Potter was darn near a repeat for repeat of the book, right? Maybe a few things didn't you know, get shown that exact same way, but it's pretty close to the book in general and was phenomenal. I got right. it. <laughs> and, yeah, but, but even after you thing. read the books. Yep. These are really... Yep popular books so you would think that you would want to cater to that audience who loved the book so much who probably would want to see the story over again and if if it works in the book why would you change it like clearly like these books are best sellers people live or die by some of these books and I mean, that, that speaks to the fact that the books are speaking to people. So why would you change that? If it's books that people are like, eh, whatever was kind of a good book, then try to make it better when you make the series. But if it's that popular of a series, don't change it. And and if you have to, understandably, there are some things you're going to have to change when you translate things from paper to film. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't change the story that much. You know? Yeah. I, I think slamming in Six of Crows in there was just brutal. Right. Because there's enough in the books where you don't need to add these people in. Like, make a separate series about Six of Crows. Because it sounds like it's a very different kind of book. It is, and I think people get caught up in that heist and they wanted to do that heist. And I don't think you could do Six of Crows without doing this, which is where it's tough. Um, but yeah, again, I was, I was disappointed in the story. I was not disappointed in the visuals though. Yeah. At all. And like I said, it looked, like you said, it looks great, but for me, just boring. Yeah. And I guess, I guess not having read the books and not having those like tidbits of information or whatever, or extra details probably plays a big part in me being bored Hmm. or not interested or connected with them. Katie, Kate, yeah, I was just going to say, Katie, what do you think? Say, I agree. Like, it was fine. I really wanted to love it. I didn't hate it. It was fine. I look forward to reading the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I just couldn't really get emotionally invested in anybody. Except and you're maybe super Jesper. emotionally <laughs> invested in the books. Oh, my God. Yeah. 100%. Like, there's this whole character who I would say is the best character of the whole series. This this Ugh. prince dude, right? He's the best. He's hysterical. He is the best. Yep. Yeah. He's he's, a, he's he's a pirate. We meet him as a pirate, and he helps Mal and Alina like helps them along. And then later we find out that he's actually the prince, and he's like he's funny and he's snarky and he's but he's also really smart and like he's got this whole thing where. You know, apparently he's like the illegitimate child of the queen and there's this whole back and forth and his brother's like this big wussy jerk, but he's going to be the king in the end and there's this competition between them and and because Alina is like this sum, sun summoner and people are calling her, you know, Sancta Alina and saying that she's a saint and then she might have to marry him. So there's this tension between her and Nikolai and like, you know, because because why wouldn't we have three people in love with her? And it's like this whole like. Well, I, he's huge... not necessarily. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, he he's in he love he's in love with her kind of. But he, he really just wants her for the power, too. But yes, he, in a good right. way, like he's just right. trying to bring everybody together. Not right. They would not have like way. an icky, awful marriage. Like they would be, they're really good friends. They like each yeah. other. As they were friends. People. That's what I yeah. think I would say. Because he was like, look, you can have Mal as your dude, right. but I just want you to be my queen because you're, you know, the, the sun summoner. And Right. Yeah. He was a cool dude, man. Sturmhand or something. I yeah, think. yeah, he yeah. yeah. Privateer. And man, I just miss him. I, I was very disappointed <laughs> that, but again, you can't have him and Kaz. Because they're, right. they're, they're kind of the same, in theory. Yeah, but not at all in personality. At least not from what I saw of Kaz in this yeah. show. 
Yeah. Kaz yeah. is kind of boring in this show to me. He's and, just... And he, Never and, smiles. And, he's now, and I haven't read King of Scars or Rule of Wolves yet, but that's it's about him after. Hmm. Like, I totally want to read that. That's why, again, I'm going to finish up Six of Crows so I can read them, find out about Nikolai and what he's been up to. Right, right. So, I don't know. I'm curious to what Katie thinks after she finished reading it, though. Yeah, me too. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, you're going to have to give us the update on that. All right, so we got two borings from the people who didn't read the book. We got a eh from Damon. Disappointed. And yeah. we got a I liked it, um, and I'm hopeful that it redeems itself in season two. Right. All right. Well, anything you guys are looking forward to watching? I only got two. That will be couple. in time for our next recording. Oh, what, what are got? they? I got Jupiter's Legacy. Mm, me too. Okay. And Selena. Yeah, me too. I have both of those. Um, Then I have The Mitchells versus The Machines, which I'll watch with my little guy. Things Heard and Seen. Um, The Upshaws. The Innocent. Your Highness. Aliens Stole My Body. Diego, they have Love and Death and Robots season two coming. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Yeah, I don't think we'll be able to watch that before we record next, but that's definitely on my radar. Okay, The Strange House, Money Explained, Jungle Beat, and then Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 3. So, That's um, a lot. Uh, I'm yeah, say you, that, you know, I'll watch like two of them. But Yeah, J- Jupiter's Legacy, I-, I could be involved in. Okay. I could be involved in that. So, right. What about you, Katie? Is there anything uh, you are uh, interested in watching? Uh, I want to see the Halston show with Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. Because I love mm-hmm. him. And there is a David Attenborough special that's actually out right now called Life in Color. Yes. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. I I have a biology degree, so half of my college was watching David Attenborough specials when the teachers didn't feel like teaching. So I'm gonna have to watch that at some point. What? <laughs> All right. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen? No. no? Sorry sorry we had to go full spoiler, but this is it it had to go there. It had to go there yeah. this time. Diego, you're gonna have to put like um, you're gonna have to give it a spoiler intro. A spoiler yeah. intro. <laughs> yeah, you're deaf for this one. You're gonna have to for sure. All right. And I'll see what and I can do. for the listeners, if you watched, please come and tell us what you thought. If you agreed with us or not, we would love to have a little more interaction on our pages, particularly on our uh, Facebook page. So pop in. And also, if there's something coming up that you think we should watch or you're interested in our take on. Then, then drop Amy us a will note make there us too. Watch it, so. I will you make. You can say whatever everybody. you want, and we'll have to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, like Amy said, everyone definitely check out the Facebook page. Leave a comment, suggestion. Tell us what you thought about the shows or movies that we're watching. You know, give us some likes on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast. We will catch everyone next time. Bye, everyone. Just a disclaimer here, no members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix Corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only, and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.